Welcome back to Because Radio. Robert Zirk here with you today, and I am now joined by Amber Hernando. She is the Vice President of Friends of Dyslexia. Amber, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. So first of all, I'm wondering if you could give us a little bit of background uh, on Friends of Dyslexia for people who aren't familiar with the organization. What is the mission of Friends of Dyslexia and how did it get started? Friends of Dyslexia got its grassroots in 2008 and it moved to being a registered charity in 2010. In 2015, we became the only nonprofit registered charity in Canada. 80% of our raised funds go directly to people with dyslexia for services. Our mission is to assist people and enhance their abilities to overcome the challenges that they face with dyslexia. So we provide services like tutoring, um, technology that may be needed. Audio is a good one, audio readers. I'm wondering if you can go a little bit more into detail about some of the different specific projects that have been offered through Friends of Dyslexia. We have a project that has been going on. It's the Winnipeg Kids Project. We believe that every child should have access to the tools and the accommodations that they require to succeed in life. We raise funds to sponsor kids They can tutor twice a week. So the program that is used by the center we hire, uh, Casey Dyslexic Learning Center, has been going on. It's the Winnipeg Kids Project. We believe that every child should have access to the tools and the accommodations that they require to succeed in life. We raise funds to sponsor kids They can tutor twice a week. So the program that is used by the center we hire, uh, Casey Dyslexic Learning Center, they use the Barton program, and that's a minimum of two times per week. Some families do find it challenging to find the financial means to pay for that. So our goal is to raise money so that we can sponsor kids through that program. We do have some programs where we'd like to... We haven't started this one. We're still trying to figure out how to work it out, but we were thinking of like EI programs. So we want to be able to help people that are unemployed, maybe train them to be tutors so that they can get back into the workforce. And tutors are very hard for the center that we hire to come by. It's not easy to tutor and it is a lot of training. So that is a program that we're working on is helping maybe gathering people from EI programs that would want to tutor and learn and take the training to become a tutor for that center. We wanted to do a St. Teresa Point research project, and that was going to be testing kids in St. Teresa Point and tutoring them to see if we could change the way they read and spell so that they could uh, move on to secondary school. We have actually just accomplished this program with Nelson House. So we are working with the Center Casey Dyslexic Learning Center. We're unfortunately we're not providing any funding for them, but it is a project that we had in the makes and it is going through. So hopefully we can start earning funds for our charity, Friends of Dyslexia, so that we can get money into sponsor. One of the problems that we struggle with is that dyslexia is not very well known in Manitoba or in Canada. Uh, Not a lot of people like to say dyslexia, and in fact, it affects one out of five people. So there are a lot of people that struggle with it. So what we try to do is throw these events like Cruise in the City 
Halloween hunt. So, and last year we had gate night at the museum. We throw these events to try and raise money and in the background, create awareness about what dyslexia is. It sounds like awareness and education is kind of the biggest focus and just making people a little bit more aware of of the challenges that people with dyslexia face. And this month actually is Dyslexia Awareness Month in Manitoba as well. It is correct. Across Canada. So I, I think believe it's Dyslexia Canada. They are doing a light at red. So they're encouraging provinces to get monuments lit up red. I believe our Winnipeg sign is being lit up red on October 23rd. So I am still trying to find out. I have seen some things back and forth saying that that's the case, but I, I like to confirm. So uh, I believe our Winnipeg sign is October 23rd being lit red. It was done last year and we tried to gather some people to meet there. And, you know, it'd be nice if this year the, the group got bigger, <laughs> became a little bit bigger than last year and, and so on for years going forward. And one of those uh, awareness activities you mentioned, something that also helps to raise funds for Friends of Dyslexia is the Cruise in the City Halloween Hunt. A great way to kind of get out and explore the city, still maintain all the social distancing protocols that are in place. Tell us a little bit more about that and, and how it works. Yeah, actually, we did gate night at the museum last year, and we did it at the Human Rights Museum, and it was very similar. We gave them a list of questions, and they had to find displays throughout the museum, and then they received candy at every checkpoint. We wanted to do that again. However, the problem was that we knew social distancing was going to have to be our, our main priority here. How can we do this so everybody can have fun and be safe at the same time? So we decided to make it out of your car. So you drive up and you get your questions. Nobody has to get out of the car. We're giving everybody masks and rubber gloves that is volunteering. And that will be the requirement of our volunteers. And then we will give questions and they will drive around the city and find the local art that we have asked about. And then at every checkpoint, again, will be somebody there to give them candy and stamp their card, and then they come back to us and log their time. So the it's $40 per car with a maximum of six players. If people want to participate in the uh, the Cruise in the City Halloween hunt, where do they go to register and, and kind of get all the information to, uh, to be able to take part on the 17th? So we have uh, Facebook and Instagram pages that have uh, Sunder Friends of Dyslexia that have the link to our Eventbrite page, or you can go on to Eventbrite and search up the name Cruise in the City Halloween Hunt and purchase tickets from there. So how it works is in order for us to keep social distancing, we want to we want everyone to pick a time slot. So you pick between 12 and 12.15, and that's when you show up and register, and then you carry on. And then the next group's from 12.15 to 12.30 and so on. So we've broken it up so that it's not everybody coming at one time. And so you just pick the time slot that you want to register. You register at that time and carry on. So Eventbrite, Facebook, Instagram, you can find the links on all of that stuff there. We reached out to the community and asked for donations. And with those prizes, we will do silent auctions. We've decided that we're going to put big bins of each, a picture of each prize. And then you can literally just drive by and drop your tickets into that bin. Again, you don't have to get out of your car. So we're making it easy for you to enter silent auction prizes. And then 
Also, we're doing a first, second, and third prize for the fastest people that come in. No speeding. We have to do this properly. <laughs> so without speeding, your fastest time. And there'll be, so we'll take the fastest time. We're doing first, second, and third prizes. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. And so that is taking place on Saturday, October 17th. If people are interested in learning a little bit more about uh, Friends of Dyslexia and the programs that it offers, where can they learn more about the uh, organization? So they can go to our website at www.fodcanada.ca. Uh, there's lots of information on there. Contact us. You can call us. There's a number on there if you want to call and reach out. Talk about financial help if you need or just what are the warning signs will be on there. You can donate on that website as well. We have uh, some links to places to get more information on dyslexia. If you um, need resources within our city, then there's links there. Um, it's really nice like it, to go on there and check out our warning signs because I think a lot of people don't understand dyslexia and, and that's a problem is a lot of people have that I'm stupid, I can't do it feeling and it's awful because a person that is dyslexic has to have average to above average IQ. So they're smart. The problem is their reading and spelling don't match that. So if you're that person where you know you're, you're smart but you're reading and spelling, you struggle, check out the warning signs on there and see. They go back as far as preschool, then they've broken into elementary, and then as an adult, high school and adult, sorry. So you can look at those and see if reading and spelling is bad and you answer three or more of those questions, then call us and ask us and we can give you more information on dyslexia and show you what the next step is. We're just about out of time, but is there anything else you'd like to mention before we sign off? I just want to say a big thanks to the people that donated, the companies out there that donated. I know this is a hard time for people and they stepped up and they donated anyways, even though it's a struggle for everyone. So big thank you to those that donated and those that come out. I don't know what Halloween's going to do. So I don't know if our kids are going to be able to go and trick or treat, but if you can make it out to this, that's great. And uh, big thank you. Again, the Cruise in the City Halloween Hunt happens on October 17th. And if you'd like to sign up for that, or if you'd like to learn more about Friends of Dyslexia Canada, you can visit fodcanada.ca. I've been speaking with Amber Hernando, Vice President of Friends of Dyslexia. Amber, thank you so much again for speaking with me today. Thank you for having me. Because Radio is produced by the Winnipeg Foundation in partnership with 93.7 CJNU-FM. If you'd like to listen to previous episodes or subscribe to our podcast, please visit becauseradio.org.